seven years to make this? <laughs> I gave it a one-star review because I thought the 7.5 was too high. So I wanted to bring it down a bit. And so far, it's the only one star. So I feel special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that should tell you something, buddy. I am the Avenger of 7.5 score. He just had to make sure that he equalized it out. I, I feel I wanted to quote Darkwing Duck and he just left me. I am the one star review. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Spoilers Intended, a podcast about series and films. I'm your host, Andrew, joined as always by Stephen. Hey there. And Ryan. Hello, hello. How's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. Yeah. 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 So this week, we are talking about Redline, the 2009 animated film about cars and galactic racing. You can almost <laughs> call it an anime. It, it is an anime. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is an animated film. By definition, and then you have anime because it's Japanese. It's from Japan. Yeah. yeah. And, but before we get to that, we're going to talk a little bit about some other um, pieces of media, could be series um, or a film, uh, that is basically more style over substance. They sold out for the vibe. Yeah, for we, the vibe. Because this movie to, definitely has a style and a vibe. It yeah, does. Not and it commits hard to it, this movie. It, yeah, they, they go <laughs> hard on the style. Yes. Subtlety was not spoken a single time in, in the production <laughs> no. of this movie. No, they had, they had seven years to beat it out of the animators. <laughs> Nothing is subtle. No yeah. subtlety. Okay, so I'm curious to you know hear what Ryan picked first. Oh, we're going with me first. Yeah. Okay, so I had several movies, but the one I think I'm going to go with is 2005, Frank Miller's Sin City. Okay. Now the reason I went for this is um, obviously it has a vibe and a style, oh, it and it sticks to it oh, yeah. the way throughout. Now, I read the Frank Miller Sin City comic books mm -hmm. and graphic novels before the movie came out. Before they were cool. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> but for real, like, I, I read them, and I, was, I, I didn't read all of them because they, they, they're kind of, um, they do tell an overarching story, but you can read them piecemeal. They're very, like, self-contained kind yeah. of episodes. So I had read a lot of them before they announced they were making this movie, and I remember thinking, like, so is it just going to be like really contrasty black and white throughout the whole thing? Yes. How would they do that? And then when the first trailer dropped, I was like, they nailed it. <laughs> they did it, you know? It's and just black and white with red. I have not watched Sin City in probably a decade, so I don't want to comment on how well it holds up. I remember really enjoying it at the time. I liked it. But again, I was coming from a fan of the books. But yeah. the the stylized, like, really super contrasty. They shot almost everything on green screen, and everything is very, like, harsh lighting. Yep. And it perfectly replicates Frank Miller's artwork in the books. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like, when, when we were thinking about something that has a style and just sells out for it wholesale, it's got to be that. Like, the, everything about it, the selective use of color, just like in the comics, everything was perfect. But especially the the really like harsh like highlights on the side of the face majority of like the people being in shadow and, and yeah. points is just like the comics they nailed it and again they they stuck to that vibe the whole way through so um whenever i watched that film yeah um i was not a fan but not i think it was just because i didn't appreciate kind of what they did yeah at the time sure but that was the first film that i saw of elijah wood where he wasn't in just like a, a 
like a fluffy role where he's like yeah. a good person. Where that he may have just been wasn't the Frodo. Yeah. First darkish. Yeah, like like yeah, had, first yeah. like dark film that he was in, I think. Yeah. Maybe? Maybe I don't know. But I mean that was that that's really the only thing I ever remember of Sin City is just that Elijah Wood is in it and he's a bad guy. Because so that was oh five, so that's it. what, like a year after Return of the King yeah. came out? Something so yeah, like he probably hadn't been in anything yeah. at all. Like yeah. Yeah. Steve so you've never seen it? No. I've never seen it. The the style puts me off. It's just so over the top. It is so it is definitely <laughs> over the top. Yeah. 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 So Steven, what did you uh what did you want to pick, well, recommend thing? Speaking of over the top styles. I went with 2017's Night is Short Girl Walk On. Oh, yeah. Mm, I haven't seen that one. Oh, oh man. Fabulous. So it's on my list of like ever growing yeah. things I need yeah. to see. So, yeah. so Andrew and I actually saw it in theater mm-hmm. way back in the day now. <laughs> Pandemic <laughs> time. It feels so I know, long man. ago. It's like... Just runs fast, which is kind of almost plays into how this movie goes because it's mm-hmm. all about one night of adventure and. It's based on a book, and what I thought was really interesting looking this up is the illustrator for the book is also the original character designer for the animation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought it was really cool. So I, I, theoretically, at least it holds true very well. Yeah. But they lean very heavily into kind of this simplistic, over-stylized look for much of the movie because a lot of it is kind of whenever you enter a character's head, it becomes very basic yeah. shapes, colors, et cetera. Almost, it almost feels like paper cut out. Yeah. Uh, artwork. But the movie itself is definitely one of those movies where you kind of have to turn off and just lean into the, 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 the chaos. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it does not, nothing about this is very serious. So the, the whole theory is it's essentially one very long night of mm-hmm. adventure with each of them having separate adventures that both bring them together and apart and then together, et cetera. So it's a, it's a romantic comedy uh, with, Probably one of my my highlights being the concept of guerrilla theater, where <laughs> the the university that they're at, uh, they have a director whose only purpose is basically to keep everything in order and students in line, and they have a theater troupe who is under threat from this director. Like he's literally capturing the actors in the show and imprisoning them so they can't continue the <laughs> You're show. You're in theater jail, <laughs> and they keep having to move the location of the uh, the the stand and stuff. It's just it's honestly just utterly insane when you if you try to explain it to someone without seeing it. I'm yeah. actually when we saw it, I was really pleased. I didn't look at any kind of trailer or anything for it going into it, yeah. and just took it straight in, you know, cold. Yeah, and it is something that Lauren and I go back to a lot, and just put it on and just enjoy it because it's just it's just a fun ride. Yeah, yeah. but it stylistically matches the um, original. As, as work. far as I know, it does. It's mm. just it lean because it doesn't really fit what I would call kind of a traditional anime style. Is it more like simple? It, it, it is much more simplistic. Yeah. So um, a, a good. Uh, so if you if you have seen Night is Walk on or Night is Young Walk on Girl. Night is uh, short. Night is short. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> young short. Whatever. Kind of the same thing. It's all the same. Uh, uh, if you have seen that, or if you haven't, and you and you see the style, and you want to watch a series, a, an anime series that is basically that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatami Galaxy is done mm-hmm. by the same director and same same uh, novel. character designer. Yeah, yeah. same novel writer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that has the basically the exact same style and in general, like absurdist kind of uh, view yeah. of it. Um, both are are great. Um, I wholeheartedly recommend them, like Stephen does. Uh, so we're going to move on to me now. Yeah. And I also picked an anime, but it's a live action. I'm going with the 2008 Speed Racer. 
Okay, I, I thought you were about to say it. the Full Metal Alchemist no, Netflix oh, movie. No, no I thought he was going to drop Cowboy Bebop on me oh, over here. Boy, I was oh. Come over the microphone. <laughs> I would leave. <laughs> uh, okay, so 2008 Speed Racer by the Wachowskis. Should have expected. I've this, never honestly. seen it. Okay. Oh man, we have to review it. Okay. Like, Okay, he, so he wants to review this so bad. I, I do. Have you seen it, Stephen? I have not. Nope. Okay. Okay, so this is Andrew one that, recommended it to me, therefore I avoided it. <laughs> <laughs> therefore, I will never see it. So Speed Racer, um, the Wachowskis went hard on on <laughs> color and and vibrancy of basically basically every mm. single shot is is on blue screen green screen. There's or reflections, whatever. Yeah. there's all oh, kinds of stuff is, going on. It is exactly what you would kind of think people would see in an anime world where it's just so vibrant and mm-hmm. just like over the top just kind of ridiculousness all the time um just visual it's just like a, a yeah you're just getting the bombarded. trailers for it always looked crazy yeah and i was Yo, a huge yeah. speed racer fan growing up it was mm-hmm. one of the few anime quote-unquote that i didn't know what that t- term meant at the time when <laughs> i was like really young like five yeah. that i would like watch and i would see speed racer and like so i don't know really why i've never seen it i think it just looked a little too cheesy in the so, trailers so this yeah. is um i think that the reason why it didn't it was unfortunately not a, a success mm-hmm. for the box office right um and I really think that the reason why is because it came out in 2008. Okay. The, so you had Iron Man come out. You had Dark Knight come out. And mm-hmm. then you had this bright, vibrantly colored, doesn't care. We're, we're it, all it, no, about yeah. darker, yeah. grittier. It, it knew exactly what it was. Yeah. And unfortunately, what it was was not realistic. Right. And a lot of people, I think, really hounded on it pretty hard early on. And yeah. the, the longer that it's existed... And people go back and watch it and everything like that. They appreciate the it. The more you appreciate it. Yeah. It's definitely a much more of a cult following now. Mm-hmm. Is it more of a kid's movie, would no. you say? No. Well, so it's not a kid's movie? No. Would um, it be okay to show to kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could. But I mean, it's like, not like... It's not R-rated or Made anything. for a kid. Yeah. As like, a, like yeah. So the actual, like, racing of the cars and action and everything like that is mm-hmm. honestly pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, everything is, is really well choreographed out and blocked for, like, a racing. Like, there's... The major, the big race for speed uh, when he's actually in the original Mach 5, not the Mach 6, which was uh, basically like the, the next-gen one during the, like, the final, final race. <laughs> um, but he's in the original Mach 5 that, you're, that everyone is familiar with. Yeah. Um, that race is fantastic. Because it has all the gadgets. It's got all the stuff, yeah. yeah. Does it have the little jumpers? Like, the oh, yeah. Well, no. They do yeah. Carfu, and they actually name it Carfu. Oh, no. And there was I don't a, know how I feel about a, that. No, I don't no. know how I feel about this either. It's, again, this is style over substance. You <laughs> yeah. go yes. for that. Okay. And all it right. is fantastic. All right. I can't recommend it enough. Okay. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I definitely, you should. Uh, if you're at all even familiar with Speed Racer, yeah. Um, and if you if you only watched it in 2008 and you didn't like it, try watching it again. Give it a shot with a yes. modern viewpoint. Yeah. Okay, right. so we are done talking about Style Over Substance. Actually, no, we're not. Because now <laughs> we're going to talk about Redline, 2009, directed by Takeshi Koike, which is so contrasting of an animation style that I've, I've just, I don't even know how to describe it. Well, it feels like you're watching a classic mid-80s to early 90s anime. It reminded me of Eon Flux. Yes. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. MTV back in the day. It had the really high contrast, like, big, bold shadows. It has that feel, despite being made in 2009, because there's no CGI assist. 
Well, okay. So I, I will get to that. Okay. Little, there, there is a lot of caveats oh, to that okay. statement. All right. yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to give the synopsis here. Go for it. A story about the most popular racing event in the galaxy, the red line, and the various racers who compete in it. That's it. That's, it. that's all you get. That, that is the only thing. That's about what the movie gives that, you. That's too. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much. So, so this was this basically was in development and in, in production for seven years, which is a very long time for an mm-hmm. anime. That's a while, yeah. Uh, done by Studio Madhouse, yep. who has um, done other amazing works like Ninja Scroll, mm-hmm. uh, Trigun, Badlands Rumble. It did Summer remind Wars. me a lot of Ninja Scroll at times. Um, Summer Wars. Uh, they did do Summer Wars. Yes. They also did one of my favorite slice of life animes of all time, um, a place further than the universe, which came out in 2018. I think they've they've helped out on stuff too, didn't they? Yes. Do some stuff with Ghibli, or like some. Uh, so studio, uh, studio Matt, they also did um, uh, One Punch Man. If you're familiar, oh yeah, there oh, you yeah. go, yeah. But so the, these guys first are first season, first season, first season, season one, important not, not yeah. season <laughs> very clear season one. But these guys are a powerhouse in in the anime world. Yeah, um, unfortunately, um, Redline almost bankrupted. Oh no! Uh, because it took so long, mm-hmm. and they poured so much time and effort into making this thing, it just didn't pan out. It only made eight point two million dollars at the box office. Sure, oh, now that's total, like worldwide. That's everywhere. That's how big was the release? Painful. I wonder. Um, like, was it pretty small? Because like was, it was more than likely a smaller release. But it, even yeah. in Japan, no one wanted to watch it. So, Un- like, even if it was limited just to Japan, it should have probably made more than that, right? Oh, yes, yes. way more. Yeah. Unfortunately, okay. um, there is no numbers of what the budget was, but mm-hmm. it is way more than that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. they lost That's a safe lot to say. of money. If it was in those. development for seven years, just paying animators for seven years would probably cost more than that, right? Uh, Whether they were animating uh, or not. <laughs> I don't know. Animators well, uh, are, are yeah, pretty, pretty underpaid. They pretty underpaid. Paid more, yeah, okay, yeah. so we're going to go just kind of down here. So Takeshi Koike, mm-hmm. this was his first film directorial debut okay he is um he did a lot of key animation animation works over the years he did key animation for ninja scroll the whole film oh nice. which is which is kind of one of the you know one of the callbacks to his general style um he did yeah. both key animations for the car capture soccer movies which are fabulous okay uh he did the key animation for the opening of samurai shampoo oh, okay, okay yeah. familiar uh, he did key animation for trigun badlands rumble which is the film they came out in 2014, I think. Uh, and then he was the um, he was the director for the Animatrix. But okay, that the is overall not considered a film. It's considered a compilation. Yeah. So he didn't direct a specific thing. He Correct. directed the overall. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he he's done a, a ton of other key animating things. He is a very mm-hmm. good animator. Right. Um, okay. And uh, he hasn't really done a lot of other major directorial works since Redline. Right. Bankrupted kind of, Madhouse. It, it is kind <laughs> of weird that they would put so much money into his basically debut to do mm-hmm. this. Right. Um, but, you know, whatever. But it sounds like he's had like a good oh, no, career, so they probably he, trusted him to... Yeah. Totally talented individual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- here's a couple information tidbits that I have. So... Uh, one of the biggest things that you're going to see whenever you're looking up something on Redline is that it has over 110,000 animated, hand-animated frames. Right. That sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. Um, so, and also on top of that, they say that there is no CGI used, period. Okay. That is kind of a bit of a misnomer. Sure. There is no CGI character modeling that was used. Right, mm. but like the smoke, the, the, the holographic smoke from the cigarettes was like... 
they, something, right? Yeah. So there is still computer color correction done. Sure. And there is still basically After Effects effects that were laid on top of the film to enhance it. So at the end, whenever, um, you know, basically there's a bunch of confetti flying around, that is basically... Well, I was about look. to ask, so what yeah, about like confetti, the confetti yeah, that, and stuff that like is that? Okay. technically CGI, but it is not CGI in the context of what basically like they are saying, like character yeah. modeling. And that None kind of, of the cars Correct. or people or yes. tracks were CG. Yeah. yeah. So kind of going back to the 110,000 frames. Again, mm-hmm. sounds like a lot, right? Just take a guess at how many frames the um, the 1950s Fantasia film from Disney had. Just guess. 300,000. 200,000. 500,000. Holy moly. Um, for, now, granted, it is a much longer film. Yeah. Uh, but just as an example, just the, um, the, the fairies in the forest mm-hmm. sequence, which is like four minutes. Right. 40,000 frames. That's a lot. Jeez. That, what, I wonder, uh, I, I so, wonder if that plays into the way that they did like the rotoscoping, not rotoscoping, but uh, where they did the multiple frames for depth. So, so ba- it does, mm-hmm. but this is also, um, so what you have in general animation is you have, uh, 24 frames per mm-hmm. second is generally like the, the golden standard of that's called ones, meaning that there is one new image every frame, single mm-hmm. frame. Yeah. Um, if you go down to twos, that is 12 new images for 24 frames of, of footage, basically. Right. Which is what most 2D animation Correct. locks into for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Um, the red line was basically animated generally on ones mm-hmm. for most of the film. However, there's still a good portion of it on twos, which is 12 frames per second okay. of new images. So, well, so like I, Akira was like mostly on the ones, but not like all yeah. the time. Right? So yeah. Akira has um, 160,000 animated cells. Okay. Um, and it is about 70% animated on ones. Yeah. Uh, compared to compared to this, which was probably more about 50%. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, if, if Redline was done only on ones at 110,000 frames, that only gets you 76 minutes of yeah. runtime. Yeah, so, so like, there's, there's a decent amount of, of fudging there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, and again, this is an, um, a beautifully animated film. Yeah, but, but there are definitely a couple of spots in the film where you can feel it shift from ones to twos. Yes, correct. Absolutely. Well, and I, I watched a video on like specifically Akira, but mm-hmm. they were talking about how like you don't want to animate on ones all the time because your sense of momentum it changes. Is it yeah. correct? Like you have to animate on twos every now and then to show things slow down and speed up correct. in the proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it's it's if basic- you just did everything on ones, it just wouldn't look. Yeah, it, right. it's basically a give or take system. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it doesn't feel natural. Yeah. Um, and so you so animators will use that to kind of cheat your sense of tempo when mm-hmm. you're watching a good animator as well. Right? Yeah. And uh, Akira's is probably the gold standard for that practice. Uh, Redline actually does it a, a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah. OK, so that's just some general information. Yeah. For it. Um, Fantasia is kind of this weird um like side animation thing, which it's considered one of the best animated pieces of all time, yeah. just because Walt Disney put so much effort and <laughs> so and money much in. into it. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you know, and that's kind of the thing. Like, so all right, we're going to move on. Yeah, we gave Redline um, out of the the five pillars of review, we gave it a seven out of ten. Okay, uh, so our five pillars of of review are basically spectacle, performance, score plot and entertainment mm-hmm. uh, all of those you know have their own you know 
things about them, right? And um, I I thought it was. I've seen this movie a couple times. Yeah. I have a big poster of it in my house, uh, <laughs> right. but it, I, I don't really think that's indicative of me genuinely enjoying this film. Okay. I like the style, mm-hmm. and I like the idea behind what they did. So, do you feel like seven is appropriate? I think seven score? is is fair. Uh, that and, lines and up for how I would say feels it, it is pretty a, fair for this. I think this film is fine. I yeah. think that it it, it kind of missed the mark on a lot of what they wanted to accomplish, which is kind of like this resurgence of hand drawn animation right. in, a, in a in a sea of CGI assisted pieces, right? Yeah, and it kind of did that but i think they went a little bit too hard on the styling and it made it a little bit hard to follow a good portion of the film sure well i think it's overall i would say that like it is a good showcase for animation but it's lacking a bit in terms of like characters and plot and everything everything's very surface level and it's all basically just an excuse to show really cool car animations and so for that purpose, it nails it perfectly in that, like, it's wild animation, yeah. everything's crazy. But, yeah, I think as, as far as, like, an overall movie goes, you can definitely tell that the director, from what you've said, like, came from the world of animation, and yeah. that was the priority one. Mm-hmm. And everything else seems to have taken a back seat or been just kind of an afterthought of an excuse to get back to more really cool animation. Yeah. Yeah. So... For everyone out there, I know Andrew just dropped a absolute ton it's, of it's anime, a lot of information. <laughs> anime reference. Well, anime specific references and information, right? Yeah. So for anyone at home, and you can't you can't click with something like Akira or whatever, you're not you're not able to reference that. And you're like, is that a Dragon Ball? <laughs> <laughs> but but if you can reach back for my this is my my one sentence review of this movie. Okay. And you remember Hanna-Barbera Wacky Racers. This film is if Wacky Racers was done on a three-day Coke bender. I think ketamine would be a better drug. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wacky Racers is a very, um, a very good analog for this film. If the Wacky whole time, Racers did bath about. salts, this movie yes. would be what happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or LSD. <laughs> so, so the one thing I'll definitely say about this film, the animation is absolutely fabulous. They, they really put their heart and soul yes. into it. And it and absolutely shows. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of those where if you look at a still of the of the film, it doesn't do it justice. Not you enough. have to see it yeah. in motion. No, I mean, the, your poster has got a cool style to it. It doesn't tell me it, anything. I honestly, going into this film, I had only seen your poster and the clip of the, the car wreck. Yeah. And did not realize it was going to be like intergalactic space travel multiple species <laughs> yeah well it, it's hover kind of, cars versus you know a pontiac trans am because yeah. japan <laughs> loves the word trans am it, uh, it definitely feels like uh takeshi really pulled a lot of inspiration from star wars pod racing mm-hmm. okay uh, yeah, and, and this, the general feel of like tatooine moss espa kind of like boon to eve classic where there's tons of like you know varied it's, it's aliens the big event yeah 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 so when did you, did you see this when it came out? No, I saw it a couple of years after it came out, like maybe like 2011, 2012. Okay. And I, it was really more just, I just kind of was looking for an anime film that wasn't like series specific. Sure. And mm-hmm. I just picked it up. And did I was you like, hear it through word of mouth or mm-hmm. were, you, were you aware of it when it came out? Or No, your... not at all. Okay. Um, so when it came out, I was in, I was in college and mm-hmm. I just, you know, 
I was so busy, it just kind of, like, flew right over my head. Sure. And, you know, I just kind of got to this point to where I was like, oh, I watch it. And we watch it. And I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah. But I honestly couldn't tell you a single thing about this, the middle part of the film. Sure. Yeah. It, it was, it just like, it was just so generic that it just kind of washed over me. Yeah. But I remember the first four minutes or whatever, the first race. And the last like 20 and minutes. And the last like 20 minutes. <laughs> and interesting. Everything else was just kind of. So Steven, had you seen it before this? I had not. This is your first time. Yeah, okay, my yeah. first exposure. I remember seeing the trailer for it roughly when it was going mm-hmm. to come out. And never, obviously, it didn't play in a theater near me. And then I never really sought it out afterwards. I remember Mm -hmm. seeing the trailer and being like, wow, that looks intense. And that's (laughs) an interesting art style. But that that was like the extent of my knowledge of it. And then I've seen it, obviously, the poster in your house. And I've seen people reference it throughout the years. But I I had never, until we reviewed it, sought it out to watch it. Yeah. And I liked it okay. But I think, again, like I said, it's it's like an excuse to do cool animations with a very paper-thin plot and characters. And I I also feel like when I was finished watching it, I couldn't tell you a whole lot about the middle section of the movie. That was interesting you said that because as soon as I finished it, I was like, so wait, what happened in the middle? Man, like, okay, I, yeah. I feel like I have to yeah. question y'all if y'all actually pay attention to movies. Or I've, something. I've seen I this film happened. like five times, and That's I, nice. I still, yeah. I mean, like, I can just because I watched it like yesterday. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could tell you what happened, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's just, it's so generic. It, I mean, uh, it is, and this is it. It follows a lot of racing tropes. Yeah, yeah. You have the underdog, and and it's not even really an underdog. He's just kind of a sleazy guy. Well, I mean, you know, he's, uh, I don't want to go into any kind of spoiler well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're not but, a spoiler wall yet. But, but he's, yeah. uh, he's certainly not top dog in no. the racing circuits. But, but it's also, it's, it also shows, you know, like early on that he is a very good racer and very right. capable. Yeah, of it shows right. he's capable. He's just not getting the results. Yeah. JP. What's up? I can't work with this guy anymore. Your pal here thinks we don't need to plug the podcast. It's the content. We would need something like a website. Spoilersintendedpodcast.com But these are humans we're talking about. They can't handle that much content. It's only all our episodes, Discord and Patreon. It's JP. You can handle it. Making that much content, you're gonna get yourself killed. Old man, get Frisbee what he needs. It's gonna cost you double. And we are back from the spoiler wall, or maybe the yellow wall, red red wall. I don't, I don't know. Red wall. What we talking about? Some red some line. Little, little cute little knife <laughs> with swords. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna just go right into it because the spectacle is honestly probably the most important part of this film. Style over substance. That's why we're here. Yeah. I want to hear what you guys gave for spectacle. Should, should we do this review as fast as possible to be in line with it? We just scream our scores at the same time. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. I gave it an eight. Okay. All right. Um, I think, obviously, like we've said, the the animation is incredible. A lot of the hand-drawn. I, I appreciate hand-drawn animation a lot. Huge fan of Akira. I used to love Ninja Scroll back in the day. Now, I'm one of those 90s kids that watched Ninja <laughs> Scroll way too young. And that was what I thought anime was for the yeah. longest, was like Akira, Ghost in the Shell, 
Ninja Scroll. <laughs> I even man, saw Wicked City at one point. Man, Don't show are, that one to the kids. Um, man, you are just um, going to be so disappointed when you watch literally anything else. so i i like went into well because for backstory right like in the 90s there wasn't a ton of anime being shown on television over here yeah that didn't happen until toonami and dragon ball z you went to the the side weird store i went to suncoast at the mall because that was the only place that had any anime movies and i remember the the first thing i ever saw was akira and it was my friend uh david (laughs) that is an intense film yeah (laughs) great start what are you talking about (laughs) He, he had an exchange student from Japan that came yeah. to live with him, and dude brought, like, four volumes of Akira manga and the movie, and we were like... Oh, yeah, man. That's, wow. That's, He's like, I'm going to expose you to my culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just Akira. <laughs> yeah. This is um, what Japan is like. Yeah. And so I would go to Suncoast, and the problem back then was you couldn't rent. None of these movies were at Blockbuster. No. They weren't at Movie Gallery. So Too I would adult. go to Suncoast and just look at the cover and be like... I don't know. It looks pretty wild. I guess I'll buy this. You know, and you buy it, you come home and you watch it. And man, that's man, that has got to be a great feeling to be like, oh man, Ghost in the Shell looks like a pretty cool movie. I'm gonna buy that. That's exactly right? what happened to me. I was like, I'll give it a shot. Oh, and man. then I got home and I was like, oh my gosh. Just, just the opening <laughs> sequence of the yeah. of, of the music is just Ooh. I think the so only good. one that burned me didn't really burn me. It was Jinro, the Wolf Brigade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because it's a very dark, like very slow. <laughs> commentary on war you know yeah. and i was like what is this where's put ninja scroll back in <laughs> um but so for me i appreciate any kind of yeah. animation i i remember you know the first time i started watching those movies and being like holy cow like especially with akira you know they're animating on the ones in a lot of scenes like the smoothness the detail mm-hmm. so for this you know movie especially i appreciate all the hand-drawn stuff oh yeah however i do not like the art style yeah, the, the art style is a little grating. It, it definitely is, for me, a visual eyesore after a while. Like, the the really stark contrast shadows, again, kind of reminds me of Eon Flux. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that back in the day on MTV late at night. And, like, I appreciated it, and it was weird and cool. And what is this show? Edgy, and you didn't Edgy, really know what was yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, it was, it was that. But I didn't really love how grotesque some of the characters look. And to come back to this... Kind of the same, kind of like Ninja Scroll of like, you can watch the movie Ninja Scroll if you're familiar with it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And it's like a hard watch because there's some rough stuff that happens in that movie. It's very graphic compared to this movie. But you can appreciate the animation, Mm -hmm. but the story is kind of bare bones. You know, I I would say it doesn't really go anywhere. For this one, though, the, the animation, you know, top notch, the style got on my nerves a little bit. Like, it was by the end of it, I was over it yeah the colors a lot of them like bleed into each other in some scenes and some scenes have so much going on that you just yeah, that it, it's visual like i had to rewind it a few times just visual to try to parse yeah what was happening mm, so yeah. i feel like it almost like leans into that excess of like look how many things are animating on screen at once so far that you lose track of what you're supposed to be paying attention to so there's not really a lot of restraint. Like, yeah. this is not a Satoshi Kon film. <laughs> this is not a, like, a Ghibli, you know, yeah. movie. Like, th- it's it's beautiful. It's a, it's a crazy uh, good example of animation. It's beautiful at times, rather, let mm-hmm. me say. But it is just excess to yep. the max the whole way through. It's yeah. intense. Uh, so I, I gave it an eight. Yeah. Steven? Speaking of intense, we're going to kick it up a notch. We're going to go up to a nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, oh. Maybe a little Nazi reference in there. We're getting plot's not here yet. <laughs> plot's not here yet. That's a teaser. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. I, the style didn't really bother me as much. It took a little getting used to, but I think once mm-hmm. you get settled into it, it, it's, it does not really great. It is definitely a very high contrast. I think Aeon Flux is a great comparison, even though these are, as far as I can recall, totally different animation. I don't, did Madhouse do Aeon Flux? They may no, have. I no, they didn't. They didn't. Okay, no. I, I'm pretty sure it was a Western animation. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can look it up. Yeah. Okay. Just look it up real quick. Continue. Get on that, Andrew. Anyways, back to my review. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> back to me. Back to me. So, uh, but no, I love the, especially some of the style choices they made when they hit high speed or they would accelerate and they would do the long stretch shots down. Yeah. I love that. Is such a great feel of speed. Uh, you know, there's a lot of color, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. you know, riot. I think is the word that I would go for. Yeah. in terms of what's on screen. Yeah, um, Ion Flux was an American avant-garde science fiction adventure animated television series um, produced by Mook Animation. Okay, don't know who they are. Nope. Continue. But anyways, cool. definitely not Madhouse. I didn't think they would be, but. They had a, a just so much going on at times that it was both a treat and also almost a strain. And I think my biggest complaint was for some of the action sequences, they did not have good blocking or framing where you would have action. A general would, idea of where stuff yeah, was action happening. would yeah. start from the right and go to the left. And the next scene, we'd be going from the left to the right. And I don't know if we zigged and then we zagged or if <laughs> I got turned around here or what. But, oh, okay, now then we pull back out. But, okay, well, we're here now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there is there's some general confusion there. Uh, but, I mean, for the most part, going from a lot of some of the other stuff that I've watched, it's a real treat. Yeah. And it definitely doesn't have, you know, when you were talking about other stuff Madhouse has done and a One Punch Man comes to mind, it doesn't have the same kind of refinement, I feel like, that they have in One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, granted, it's, you know, like almost a 10-year And then there's a huge gap yeah. there. <laughs> right. But where, where this was much of just kind of almost a test of how much can we cram on there. Yeah. And can we do it? Mm-hmm. it Felt almost like showing off at times, and it yeah. doesn't always go to its benefit. But for the most part, it's I've, impressive. I feel like too, like all the racing scenes for the most part are like extremely well done. But it does to me struggle in a lot of the dialogue scenes. Like yeah. even when you're watching it subbed in the native, you know, Japanese, the mouths don't quite match up. Sometimes they're a little like it's like they lag. oversimplify. I can see it. That, yeah, it's like they again all the effort was like make these racing scenes wild, and then. The other stuff in between was, like you're saying, even with, like, the motion of just, like, when they're in the restaurant, it's framed up, okay, but there's just some stuff that's, like, it, it's, like, those sections to me were, were lacking compared to the yeah the TLC that was put into the races. Yeah. yeah. Although, I will say the character designs were really cool. Like, they had a lot of really distinct yeah. designs. There's... Everyone passes the uh Well, when you have hair like test. JP has, you pass every silhouette <laughs> test ever. Yeah, it felt like a like F0 or like Oh yeah. You know, yeah. you got these wild Captain Falcon's got to drop yeah. in. Yep. And they basically kind of had a Captain Falcon. They did, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. which for for people at home when when I'm talking about what JP's hair looked like, it this is not Cloud, this is not Goku. This is one single monster fin. I mean, this, well this <laughs> this is literally just um a, a very Overly exaggerated Elvis hair. Yeah, pom- pompadour. pompadour. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm going to go. Go for uh, it. I gave it an eight. Okay. 
mostly for the same kind of reasons that that Ryan said. Uh, there's a lot of excess, and there's no restraint. Mm-hmm. And the and maybe like even when I watched it the first time, I loved the opening scene of the race. Yeah. Like like just like just mm-hmm. the whole the whole feel whenever mm-hmm. they finish the race that kind of is where my my energy for the film kind of ends. Mm, yeah. Because the next scene is just, like, this smorgasbord of, like, these reporters that are all really grotesque and, like, crammed yeah, in there. Their faces in. made yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah, how they were, like, really distorting and wiggling. And yeah. for the rest of the film, it just, I think that kind of sours the rest of the experience for me mm. to where I only kind of really perk back up and the final race, whenever um, the 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 big red ship lifts out of the ground, yeah, and then they're just on the final stretch, because that that whole section is absolutely beautiful, yeah. But everything be between that just didn't really do anything for me. Now it's one of those things where I absolutely can appreciate the hand drawn animation and sure, what yeah. they did and the time that they took to do it, but the style really definitely put me into kind of the back burner of like. I know, like, in my mind, I'm like, I know this looks good from the technical perspective of, yeah. like, this is what they did, and this is really impressive, but I just don't really like it. Well, like, so the the section that stood out to me is when he gets to Robo World mm-hmm. or whatever the exact planet is yeah. that they're going to do the race on, and those weird little, like, brain head chicken monsters or crawling oh, over. Yeah. I love those things. I hated those oh, things. God. They, they were I, terrible. I actually like them. They're those pretty Then are when adorable. he goes down and talks to the exchange rate monster, <laughs> that thing looks terrible. And then the thing that sells him the cigarettes is like, it almost felt like um, Dark Crystal or Labyrinth. Or it, like, it does yeah. have a it very, like a very Dark Crystal like, Labyrinth vibe Intentionally weird and messed up looking monster yeah. vibe that I was like, I can't tell if I'm supposed to be like put off by this or if I'm just put <laughs> off by it because I don't like the art style, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely had a very like, like the a grotesque ish yeah. kind of design for all the, the characters that were not named characters for yeah. the racers basically. But the reporter scene, especially oh, like when their yeah, faces that... are just like wiggling and distorting and it just stays on that shot. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. They're weird. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on to performance. Speaking of moving on, yeah. Yeah, and I'm actually going to go ahead and just take this one. Take go it. for it. Um, I gave it a six. Okay. okay. Um, I had a really um, big issue. With, so I watched it in the sub. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen the dub. I don't think I have access to the dub. Anywhere. It's free on Plex. Right oh, now. okay. Also on the Roku channel. Uh, and, all right. Well, really? anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I watched it in the sub, and... I'm actually familiar with basically all of these voice actors mm-hmm. that that they're in a bunch of other movies and shows and everything. And I maybe it's maybe it's just the like there's the general dialogue, which this is more of a plot thing, but there's really nothing that anyone's actually saying for, sure. for most of the film. Like there's there's just kind of no substance there. It's just like dialogue to get through the scene to get to the next scene. It's kind of just pushing things forward. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like I you you just never get any emotion from basically anything, yeah. um, and you know like and performance does come down to you know how they portrayed in the animation and maybe the general style was kind of taking some of that away from me on top of you know like the any kind of like scene with um, uh, Sonashi and JP just didn't really do anything for me at all. It fell pretty flat. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It just it just didn't have the spark 
that a lot of other shows, uh, I'll say like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is, is a prime example of the voice actors sell that show. Yeah. I mean, the animation's really good too. The story's fantastic, but they are the ones that push that over the edge into where like, you can get me crying in like a second <laughs> in that show. Uh, yeah. Just because like they just put so much emotion into those performances where this one just didn't really feel like that. Yeah, I'll jump in because I also gave it a six. Yeah. Um, it was fine. Uh, there was nothing about it that was bad, but there was nothing about it that was great either. I feel like both... So in, in terms of the voices, I watched it subbed and I watched about half of it again dubbed. Yeah. The dub's okay. I mean, it's, pro- it's probably like a five <laughs> out of ten. There was not a whole lot of like voices in the dub version that stood out as being like just abjectly terrible. Yeah. Uh, they do change the script up a little bit to to goofy extent, which is it, it's again the the plot to me is so paper thin that it's the changes are minor. But the performance yeah. of the the dub actors wasn't bad. Uh, the the character of JP though, like he's not as cool as Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, he's or, not or as even, funny even as cool the guy as, from like Space Dandy. Yeah, I was gonna say Space Dandy. He's like just kind of there. He's an everyman, and this, he, yeah. this felt a lot. There was a lot of Space Dandy in this. It felt like. A little I, I bit, mean, yeah. yeah. The the absurdist level of it absurd, is, yeah. is is very there for for Space Dandy in that. It's a good analog. I think for for performance too, I would say that the in terms of like the the animation, the way they animated the performance of of the characters and stuff yeah. in the cars where they're like gritting their teeth and they're mm-hmm. like you know doing that stuff, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. Again, it's all the in between stuff, like him uh, and uh, Sonashi in the the um, restaurant. Yeah. And when they go on their, like, you don't I guess, feel anything. date, they drive back. It, the animation in in any dialogue scene really was okay, but it was not as good as other animators and other anime movies that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Again, like Satoshi Kon, anything from Ghibli. Yeah, you know, like you don't feel the emotion, you don't see the the interactions between characters. You put them in a car and they're screaming and their eyes are bleeding. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like wow, you know. So yeah. I, I think that that very similarly to performance for me, the the or to spectacle performance mm. is the same way of like when they were you know in the heat of action. Yeah, it was it was crazy. When it kind of toned down, it fell apart for me. Yeah. So sorry, oh, Steven, sorry. I'm just gonna like so Takio Kimura, um, the guy that plays JP. Yeah. Um, when he is in the car, like you said, like especially whenever he uh, in that first race. Like, yeah, he's really selling it. Yeah. Of, of the mm-hmm. speed and the the G forces that he's kind of under. A lot of good grunting and yeah. screaming. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah then, then after that, it just kind of falls. Anyways, Steven. Well, I guess I'm just here to be the high man. I gave it a seven. Oh, okay. That's fine. It's not much of a big difference. <laughs> and I you know I also watched it subbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, at times, definitely felt like I was kind of reaching on this one just because there just wasn't. There's a, just not a, a lot ton. there. I really enjoyed kind of some of just the background and side clatter and chant and clamor that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the little bird creatures pestering him for money. <laughs> I, that like that kind of stuff for me is great because it really sets the tone of like where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think probably for me, the best performance was probably Sonoshi's uh, yeah. actress, especially when they're in. That's the, a you, Aoi. I will take your word for it, uh, especially when they're in the flashback. With her as a kid, yeah. When she's trying she to get wrecks. the, yeah. When she's trying to get the thing yeah. out, that that was a good one. That that is probably the emotional high point of the the film. Yeah. It or when it happens again later on in her race, mm-hmm. 
uh, just kind of her reaction to that. Mm. I actually really enjoyed kind of the the sort of flirtatious, sort of not, do you remember me, do you not remember me interactions between her and JP okay. uh, in kind of the slower scenes, which is yeah. why I keep looking at y'all and like, well, I don't really remember the middle of the movie. I mean, I, I, it's one of the things where I remember what happened. Being a little hyperbolic, uh, but, uh, but uh, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's very generic enough to where, like, had I not seen this film five times. Now, when we get to plot, <laughs> it's very bare bones. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. and it's very generic. It's very tropey for sure. But I think not like everyone rose above this or something, but like I believe JP for who he is. He's not as cool as he thinks he is, mm-hmm. but he thinks he's cool. Yeah. And it just doesn't yeah. play off as well as he wants it to. Uh, and, and yeah, like I said, for the, I think for the principal characters involved, that the performances were pretty good and the background was good. It just, it, it definitely suffers in that the attention for like animation was not the characters. It was the movement. It was the colors, the yeah. explosions, et cetera. Yeah. It was never really their faces. So, yeah. so I will say um, just one of the only highlights, which are just super um, side characters. I, I don't even have their, their um, voice actors down um, is the, the human pair, Miki and Todoroki um, racers that are just like absolutely just insane. Um, Guts. Yeah, like where they're just. Which one were those? Um, they look the like? uh, whenever they're doing the uh, the interviews, and uh-huh. they both like just sit there, stare at the camera for a second, oh, and yeah, then they yeah. cut like right as he's <laughs> yelling at the thing. Screaming at yeah. it. Yeah. I love those two characters because they're because they're just so absurd. Yeah, uh, but they actually did a pretty good job because they're just ridiculous. But so yeah. I like the uh, just the the two random like uh, pop. Oh, see, Star I, I didn't girl. like them at all. Well, just because it's such a stereotypical anime trope yeah. pull yeah. that it cracks me well, up. And then they're the boob robot, like Yeah, oh no, that <laughs> yeah. I was I was dying laughing. The uh the random like crazy anime analog of Batman and Robin. Oh that yeah. Duo, um, yeah. Those two uh, uh, Lynch, Johnny Boy and Lynchman. Yeah, Lynchman, Johnny yeah. Boy and Lynchman. I didn't love their performance, but I was like, okay, I don't know what we're going for here. This is <laughs> weird. Well, I, I love when they're doing the stretches right yeah. before, uh, right yeah. before they go do their mission. They're doing the high kicks. Uh, okay, so we're gonna move on to score of the score. Someone else start. I, I'm I'm more than likely gonna be the highest one here. Oh, I don't know about that. Everyone's looking at me. I'm gonna go first. Sure, go I gave it an eight. Okay. I really like the. I mean, again, we keep talking about. There's so much energy. There's so much movement. There's mm-hmm. so much going on. The the techno stuff that flows Heart behind pumping. Yeah, the bump <laughs> bump. Especially when you like start off that intro where you're starting mid race and it's just going. Oh yeah. Uh all of that, all the high action intensity sequences, the music just works. Yeah. And it keeps you going. I think where it maybe lets it down some is the slower portion. Some of the slower parts are, are a little weak. You, you don't get quite as much emotional support, and I don't know if that's because the music isn't there or because the plot isn't there. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to say. You know, like, I don't... Column oh, A, column B? I don't know. Yeah, you know, this is one of those, oh, it's time for us to resonate with this character. It's like, resonate with what? <laughs> so... This cardboard cutout? <laughs> with the hair? But yeah, yeah, I mean, for the most part, for what it is, which is basically high-intensity action sequences... The music works really, really oh, well. Oh, yeah. And I would absolutely say, while the soundtrack is pretty fun to listen to, you can't listen to it while driving. You will get a ticket. <laughs> you will get a ticket. <laughs> or you'll drive no off a cliff. I, yeah. Um, one or of my, both. Oh, go ahead. 
I said it, or both. Just oh. yeah. uh, <laughs> Get a ticket while going off a cliff. <laughs> You'll never like, catch the me. The cop like swings by and shoves it under your windshield wiper. <laughs> uh, so one of my favorite tracks from the from the soundtrack is the Machine Head theme. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's just them just screaming Machine Head yeah. while they're just <laughs> well, like there's just a song going just Machine Head. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, it's such a, like, a paramount to just how ridiculous the film oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Ryan, what did you think? I gave it an eight. Oh. Um, oh that's actually oh. way better than I was expecting. Yeah. I, I, same, actually. <laughs> for several reasons. Now, number one, I think the the pumping crazy techno matches perfectly with the visuals. Yeah. Again, your mileage may vary on taste <laughs> and yeah. on, like, if that's for you or whatever. But I think the the amped up, just gooms, 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 you know, <laughs> is like perfect for all the racing scenes. Oh, it yeah. had me on the edge of my seat. I'm not gonna brag, but I have a very good subwoofer at my house. He does, and it I, was I like forget. vibrating my couch on a level that was fantastic. I was like flying up in the air. Oh, it was great. My. Yeah, um, where I think it falls apart is everything that's not a race music. <laughs> Very similar to performance and uh, spectacle here. Like, I think when all the downtime, some of those songs are just, I think, bad almost. Like, yeah. I like the, the, the amped up stuff. The credit song is terrible. The credit song is bad. Uh, the one other thing that really, it was, I had it down as a seven. And the thing that bumped it up to an eight for me was when I started watching it a second time. Mm-hmm. I was watching the, the first scene again, uh, this time uh, dubbed. Yeah. And I didn't catch this the first time around, but they, in that song, when JP pulls ahead, they layer in guitar tracks. And when he pulls back, they fall out. Yeah, a little she, light motif When Sonashi pulls up, the mm-hmm. synth part comes in. Yep. Yep. It's not there. And they do that a few times throughout the, the movie where, like, depending on who's taking the lead or yep. who's doing something, they will keep the same song going, but different instruments will fade up or down. And I love stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I love in the video game Portal 2, mm-hmm. when you, like, hit certain, like, ramps or do certain special things, extra layers come into the song and then fade out when you stop doing that. Yeah. Any kind of movie that does that, TV show, anything that uses music as a tool to also communicate to you what's going on in the scene always gets big points for me. So I bumped it up to an 8 just yeah. for that. But, yeah, everything that's not the racing music is... Pretty forgettable, if not bad. It has one song, and I, I'm not even going to remotely pretend like I can sing it. Yeah. And when I went to the look up the soundtrack on YouTube just to listen to it again, mm-hmm. uh, someone was like, "This is the song you race to. You know, <laughs> this is this is something else." And like, and this is the song you, where you go, "Man, this is really weird," but I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> and yeah, it was absolutely that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I was correct. I was the highest. Um, I gave it a nine. There he is. Um, He showed up. (laughs) Well, okay, but, um, you know, pretty much everything we've already kind of said. I I actually genuinely like a lot of the character themes, like the Lynchman and Johnny Boy um, song. (laughs) Lynchman, Johnny Boy. Like, it's just one of those things where it just gets stuck in my head. Right. Um, Same thing with the Machine Head song. And uh, I mean, Yellow Line um, is is absolutely the best track of the entire film. Yeah, Uh, it they just, started off, they knew what the best track was. Yep. They animated that opening to that track for a reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the, um, uh, I also have a good subwoofer in my house, and we yeah. pump that Man, up. Everyone over here bragging about their sound <laughs> yeah. system. Join us. Uh, Join us. But 
it, I what really pushed it from an eight to a nine for me was the little mini leitmotifs throughout the film that they had mm -hmm. for JP and Sonoshi and mm. Machine Head and those kind of things that that will pop up whenever you know that they're in the lead yeah. or they're they're you know have their moment kind yeah. of thing. And, uh, but I will absolutely say, um, the final song or the credit song is terrible, <laughs> like absolutely terrible. The pop song with the, the two racing girls too is also it's, kind of like, it's kind of, it, it's I almost think it's intentionally supposed to be I, I, bad. I, I think so. Like, yeah. They're trying to lean into that. So yeah. I'll give it a little bit of a forgiveness on that. Yeah. But I mean, this has been a soundtrack, like since I've watched the film initially, like mm -hmm. this has been a soundtrack that has been in my rotation for years. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So at this point, like, it's just kind of like second nature. Like, I know what's coming. Yeah. And, um, oh, man, just yellow line. Like, just that entire yeah. sequence is just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on to the plot, which is always, you know, the, the, the thing that brings most everything down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to jump in because yeah. I bet I am high here. Go I'm high it. point. I gave it a seven. Okay. And you know why? I don't know why. <laughs> because at, well, hold on. Because at the end of the day, they mm -hmm. don't throw enough at you to for, trip, for, yeah, to there, trip there's themselves really no up. Plot <laughs> there's no, you can't have a plot hole. When there's no plot. When yeah. it's just a single dimension <laughs> plot. Yeah, like it is literally a linear yeah. line that goes all the way through <laughs> the film. Point and it A ends. meets point B. And <laughs> honestly, my biggest complaints about it are I wish I got more out of the universe. And yeah. kind of mm -hmm. the, the interaction with JP and Frisbee and their, you know, mafia troubles and how they're getting out. Like, because it's almost what ends up happening is borderline feels like it could have been like the heist, like the reverse play on the yeah. mafia, but we didn't get any of that leading into it, right? So um, just as a note, you there is an OVA that, yeah. that um, Takeshi Koike made before Redline, basically as kind of like, you do not have to see it to watch Redline. Right. Um, however, if you do, like it does have some characters that are in it. Mm -hmm. That you can that are in the same film for the kids at home. What is an OVA? Uh, original video animation. Uh, so basically, what that means is it is not it is not broadcasted on TV, mm -hmm. uh, and it is basically a straight to video. But what that means is they don't have to follow broadcast rules, right? So the the length can be different, the animation and content can be a little bit more adult. Yeah. Uh, but generally that means if it's an OVA, it probably has better animation than what you're going to see in an anime series. And it's going to be only like shorter. It's going to be maybe one episode up to like maybe six. Okay. Uh, it generally is, is a good rule of thumb. Anyways, continue. Uh, so, I mean, my biggest knocks were almost that they, they could have given me a lot more. Yeah. Uh, the pacing is a little off and there are a couple of scenes that are just kind of out there. You're just like, why I didn't just did not need this. Uh, the... I, I lost a lot of interest whenever they would just like fade to black into the next scene. Yeah, that was that was, that was a weird choice. Yeah, like, and they did it a lot. And they it always did it several times. I, I was yeah. like, could they not figure out how to transition this? Like, <laughs> just just go rip Star Wars off or something. Come on, like something side wipe. Give man. me a wipe. Yeah, <laughs> but I, honestly, like for for what it is, I I really just couldn't hate on it. I know y'all are probably gonna oh. come in and, and and go for it, but there just weren't things because it's. We're, we're so far future and so far out there mm -hmm. that there just there's no real place to complain about, you know, like oh, any kind of realism. Well, we're, or, sure, we're, we're far physics. beyond the pale. Of yeah, no, we're, we we <laughs> we looked at physics, but <laughs> nah, don't need none of that. 
But just the the sheer absurdity of some of it, where like the the ship rises up yeah. underneath to become yeah. the final embankment and all yeah. that. So Stuff what, like what worked just, the most for you? What was your favorite like part of the plot? Just lean into the insanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But honestly, I actually really kind of liked because there, so there's a lot of things in anime, and it's just I guess it's that like the Japanese storytelling where they just do not give you everything and they kind of leave yeah. stuff up to question which i like that's that's generally a good use because mm-hmm. you know show don't tell right yeah but but they almost don't even show or it's very <laughs> right. or, it's, or it's very subtle right yeah yeah uh, but some stuff like kind of the interplay and kind of guessing at uh you know do uh, you know, obviously JP remembers Sonoshi from when they were kids yeah. does she and he's also questioning does she right yeah and then also, kind of almost this question that I had to ask of, is Machine Head her father? No. No? Question so, mark? So the reason, <laughs> well, the, reason I, the reason I throw this out there, right? So she's at the restaurant, <laughs> uh-huh. and JP well, shows up. Because she was waiting up, for him. And she's waiting for someone. He shows up. They have the exact same necklace. Oh. Right? Oh, they do. So it's and, almost, and then he does ask her, it's like, are you going to use it? Yeah, it's almost like it's so subtle that you can't say, oh, that's a plot point. But it's like, man, just give me that little extra push for that extra twist. That could have of, been one line of dialogue, uh, and that could have made a connection yeah, and yeah. actually been part of a plot. I, I literally, but it was never almost one of those that. things where it's yeah. like it was so subtle that I was like, I don't know if this is kind of what they're trying to lean into. Where it's like he's become such because you know he's the seven time <laughs> yeah. champion, you know the the best racer he, yeah, ever. He's, he's only concerned about winning. Right? Yeah, I'm and more he's engine just, parts than man. Yeah, yeah. And he's just so yeah. outran her. From her life, where she, this is the only way she can be in his life is oh, by man, participating that in this. Oh, that would have been such a better angle. You just wrote a better story. <laughs> but see, the thing is, it's, it, it there, there's there. just enough hints to make you think, this is, is this intentional or not, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I spent a lot of the movie thinking about that, actually. <laughs> Your head canon for this movie slaps. That's really cool. I like that. So, Ryan, I'm going to let you finish. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and go because Jump I in. also gave it a seven for okay. the exact same reason. Ayo. Is basically wow. there was not enough plot holes for me to knock it any further than the seven. Okay. There could have been more, um, yeah. but it was it was literally point A to point B. Here's the race. Here's the race. There we go. I, I'm yeah. familiar with these. Like I know, oh, it's the, the guy trying to you know work his way back in. He's really talented, yeah. but something always you yeah, know, keeps him down. Him. Yeah. Like it's so many predictable things, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I will just. Get in here. to you. Yeah, I gave it a four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the reason is the same reason that you guys gave it a seven. There is no plot in this movie to pick apart. The characters are cardboard cutouts. They're, okay, so like, just for example, right? Why are we racing in the red line? What's the prize? Is it money? Glory. Is it glory? It's glory. just to race, right? It's just to race. Which yeah. is fine, but I would have loved uh, like a carrot on the end of the stick of like, what's he racing? So what's he I mean, racing he, for? Money. He's racing All we get is a flashback mafia. to when he was a dirtbag kid and he saw this dude who is in a polyamorous relationship I, with two women. I he's I like, love, that's the coolest thing ever. I'm going to become a racer. Where it's just literally yeah. just this pimp dude in a cool <laughs> yeah. car. Like, he sees end, a pimp race a car winning, off, and he's like, "Now I have a flashback of him giving him the thumbs up." I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, this is so good! Well, so and he, is that the same dude that's the mob guy that has frisbee on no, the hook? Because no. he's got he's got two ladies, he's got the rings on his fingers. Like, is it oh, not sure the same not. guy? I didn't pay that close. Attention. That's my head cannon. Oh. At least that's interesting. Of like, oh wow, this I thought that's where they were going. Is it this idol of his? The reason he started racing is this dirt bag that has them under the thumb. Never went there. 
the stuff with Frisbee being in Hawk to the Mob is like fine, but it doesn't, it never gets developed under at, anything at all, that is yeah. a surface level mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and then like, like oh, he's just with the mob. The, uh, the, the, like, the romance between her and um, JP. JP is just kind of like, it just happens. We're but, main characters, so we love each other. Well, and even with her, like, <laughs> why is she racing if the story had been her dad is now, machine now head she, and she's trying well, to... Hold on pr- now. She at least has enough of, of, of a story that you get about, you know, yeah, her dad. Yeah, she just wants to race. Like, like she okay. grew up with it. Her dad was, you know, a great, like, a great... I think it comes off as, like, a mechanic, but also a great racer. Yeah. And she wants to, like, live up to that and, and his I, name. And, I, I'm just going... It's machine head. I, I, like, I'm committed now to this I'm, now. Now I'm on yeah. board. Like, yeah, let's like, make it machine head. Let's make the dirt bag... The mob boss, the guy that inspired the, the JP. Man. Now we have a plot. Uh, the other well, no, thing we still don't. We really that don't. really, really drives me crazy, and it became the central conceit of this entire movie, <laughs> is anytime people have a get-out-of-jail-free card secret weapon in their car that they didn't use any of the other times they could have used it to be winning the race, but they use it right now, that's fine once. There are in this movie. No, there's like 60 special There are abilities. like 60 special moves hidden in these cars <laughs> that these people just sit on until it's like, okay, and now I'm going to win. And then they go ahead and then the other cars, oh, wait, we also have these secret things we were sitting on. Turbo boost, turbo boost. Oh, you guys did? Here's my second special move. And then well, something changes I- and, it, and it just kept on like the, for me. That removes all the stakes of like worrying. Like I like knowing. Okay, so a perfect example is her necklace, right? So we're in the movie. We're setting up that like he has this you know nitro chamber in his car that he can drop these things in. You can't do three on your current engine. They upgrade his engine. She makes the comment about the necklace. The the uh, duck build robot dude is yeah. like, you know that would blow a car up or whatever. So when they go to use it, you're like, oh man, this is how they're gonna do it. And then machine head's like, ha ha. I also have one and eats it. And I'm like, then what was that? That now that's not special. They've gone, but now, but now unless they're now father and daughter, that is which father again, and daughter yeah. because he okay. has the same okay. necklace. But so before we go any further, yes, ha- have you seen the first Fast and Furious movie? Yes. It, yeah. Okay. So you know, mm-hmm. whenever whenever Brian goes and and um, races Vin Diesel at the beginning, yeah, for for pink slips or whatever, yeah, and he uses his nitro mm-hmm. too early. Yep. Yeah. And Vin Diesel looks over and goes, ha, too soon, Junior, <laughs> and then blows him out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with the race. Yeah, it's the you same can't thing with the race. That holds no water, though, because these people use, like, eight nitros throughout no, the course of it. No, only use three. But, okay, there's a scene at the end when the, the, the final uh, racing, like, yeah, the yeah, finish yeah. line pops up, and all the cars that have been racing this whole time are sitting there. And they all go and grunt, and then their cars go way faster. And I'm like, why were y'all all not grunting and just going faster this whole section before? Because if you use it too that? early, you won't make it to the. They line. didn't use anything. They just went and their cars go. And I was like, what happened there? Like they just squeezed the steering wheel, but all the cars do it. And I'm like, that was like a plot. Like we need all the cars to go faster for reasons. I think my biggest thing is just that. Everything between the opening race and the end is just forgettable. It's fine. 
it's not like again there, there's not enough there to mm-hmm. pick out plot holes yeah i just really got annoyed with the the one-upping 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 <laughs> to the point of insanity of again oh, it, i mean what talk about one-upping 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 what if yeah. you just unleash a biological super weapon <laughs> right. in the middle of the race <laughs> well and then there was we haven't even gotten into the actual to, to the, robo the world side plot of the robo the side world plot nazis that, also yeah one could make the argument that these racers are the bad guys because they just <laughs> they uninvited Come to this world, and these people are no, like, we don't want you here. And no, it's like, all, too bad. It's Race all about the, Sunday. the punk rebellion going to expose yeah. the, the military the, the other thing, dictatorship. This, I actually really like that trope. I do, that, too. That's, a, that's an yeah. entertainment for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my, my frustrations just came from, I think, I saw a lot of hyperbole online about this film. People act like this is the second coming of anime. Well, and, and they act is, like it's like a life-changing experience. And I'm like, I think the animation was crazy, but the story didn't really go anywhere. It was just an excuse to do the animation of the races, yeah. which is fine. Going into it now, knowing that, I would probably enjoy it more now than I did before. So, you know. like, that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted, why I brought up comparisons to Akira and Fantasia. Yeah. Is because, like, this is really just a normal film that just, happens to only have hand-drawn animation yeah. in 2009 right? right like there's not like like if you want you know basically the the second coming of anime you you don't need it you just have watch akira you're done right like it, yeah. it is i mean okay i guess you could go watch um ghost in the shell sure. like and that's basically the next one but you know it's it's one of those things where like this film is technically impressive generally speaking yeah but when you compare it to other masterpieces like akira it's just another film right well, it, like sound, it, it sounds like we're talking maybe some entertainment levels here yeah yeah, yeah. We, can, we can go into that let's get it uh, okay. uh, i'm already talking so i gave it a seven i had to make sure that i i had it wow <laughs> this can't be right let me double check yeah well okay so that's the thing it's like again i appreciate hand-drawn animation a lot yeah and I will. I'd love to watch that first yellow line race. It's just fabulous. Yeah, and and it's definitely the most grounded in whatever grounded universe you can be in. <laughs> in uh, the scale of this universe, yeah. it's the most grounded. It, it, it just because it's a normal race where right. you know it's yeah. just wacky races, no holds barred. Mm-hmm. Just you know, you know, here's Dick Dastardly. You know, shooting you know <laughs> harpoons into the hovercraft. I, mean, you know? I mean, it's such a Mario Kart thing. Where like, they're like, yeah. "Oh, you pass me, I'm gonna shoot you." <laughs> the, I I really enjoy whenever they shoot the missiles and the missiles like hang out like right next to them for a yeah, second because they're, yeah. so they're going fast. so fast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is is kind of like the hyperbole behind the film, where like everyone's like, "Oh, it's just amazing." I'm like, "It's fine." Like, yeah. They they're this film is like barely better than most general anime films like it's yeah. just animation wise not even like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. like like the animation is fabulous but it's like just maybe a tick above some of the normal ones that you watch like i don't know i, I just wasn't that impressed at, at every time that i've watched it like i've just kind of like yeah it's fine yeah ryan i gave it a six okay and so the for me it wasn't unenjoyable like yeah. I, I enjoyed it it was fine like i i had no like even though i scored the plot super low because it did like annoy me i was here for the ride yeah you know i think the animation alone can get you from start to finish oh, in this movie yeah. easily mm-hmm. without you know? a doubt personally the art style i don't love i don't love some of the grotesque characters <laughs> uh and again that really harsh like super dark shadow like that mm-hmm. eon flux yeah. look 
not not wild about it. It's not my style, which is fine. I think the for me, I would have enjoyed it more if because I enjoyed the soundtrack a lot and I enjoyed the the technical mastery of the animation yeah. and how impressive it was. I wanted the rest of it to be good too. I wanted the story to be there. I wanted there to be something that made me like, wow, this really is cool. Look at this. Yeah. It, it felt like a movie that a lead animator decided to direct. The animation yep. is the star. For me, if I were ever going to rewatch this, I would probably just rewatch the front race mm -hmm. and that'd be it. Yeah. I might watch the end. But for me, even the end, like I said, it started to get annoying for me. Everybody's one-upping everybody with these secret things. And yeah. I was like, I would have much rather had, you know, two or three races throughout that were similar to the first opening mm -hmm. scene. To, yeah. Again, grounded is a loose word. <laughs> but like to keep it like that, because there are definitely parts at the end in that last race that for me weren't enjoyable because it was so much chaos. There's yeah. so much happening Things are flying everywhere, and I don't really care about the characters or what their <laughs> motivations are, so I don't have as much of a like interest in them finishing, and I don't, again, the 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 stakes yeah. mm -hmm. aren't there. I don't know why There's they're really racing. No stakes. I don't yeah. know what they're going to win. I don't think anyone's going to die because they all have secret weapons in every <laughs> glove compartment. So for me, the, the ending of it wasn't that satisfying. It's not something I would go back and watch again yeah. and again. I would watch that opening scene especially with that song Yellow Line, just mm. jamming. I would watch that any day of the week. Yep. Steven? All right. Well, I guess I'm going to drop my Nitro and I gave it a 10. Wow. Okay. Let's go. A so, 10. Straight up, I came into this, right, with no preconceived notions. Yeah. I, I honestly just thought this was going to be car racing. Yeah. And they hit me with the first opening sequence and it's kind of like, oh, oh, we're going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's be weird. Yeah. Sit back, relax, just enjoy the absolute insanity and absurdity that is going on in this. And, you know, you don't have to worry about it too hard, right? Like, yeah. again, there is not a deep, convoluted, double-cross, triple-cross kind of plot yeah. going on here. No, yeah. Things just kind of work out. And is it... I like. I don't even know if grotesque is the right word. It's bizarre. There's, bizarre, yeah. There's a lot... Like, the, the reporter scene is, is just like... Holy crap, someone sat and stared at these frames animating it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's going to see these faces in his dreams. <laughs> and it just, but so much of it was just entertaining. Like the the whole robo world, like space Nazi thing versus That's like. just hilarious. The, the space princess wizard yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. where, the, like, like the punk princess. Yeah, like we're going we're gonna to paint I the finish line. I wanted more from that though. Like, I wanted building. to know what the background I, between them was. You yeah, know? I, I really do enjoy the concept of just this like traveling race that they just show up on your planet. <laughs> like, and you're just, just deal with it. Yeah. You have no say in it. They just, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to bring your military? That's fine. Go for it. It'll just let us sell more tickets. Yeah. yeah. Or like they have the big discussion in the middle, like in like the conference room where they're like, the ratings just keep going up. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was the name of the evaporator thing? The ray? What was the, it like, called? The like crystal dimensional oh, something whatever. disintegrator. Yeah. It had like a name. The hyper, was... hyper dimension disintegrator. <laughs> something, or something like yeah. that. Whatever I said, it, I laughed pretty hard because I was like, what? <laughs> But at that point, like that, and like the the uh, the pop star girls, where like mm. they're they're like driving a robot that's laying down, and like <laughs> like just stuff like that, where it's just like this is just insane, and yeah. it's just whatever. Just let it roll over me. I'm not gonna like 
like y'all know, at some point it's hard to not be hyper analytical about stuff going on, and yeah. something like that is just like, oh, we're we're free and clear. I don't have to question how any of these guns work. I don't have to question any of the physics involved <laughs> because it's just right. not there. It's just happening. Yeah. yeah, just roll it over me. Let's call it a day. You know? Yeah. Cool. No, that, that's that is totally fair. Um, and I like I think probably the more I watch it, the 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 less it's entertaining for me. Well, see, I gave you a new plot point now. Yeah, no. The, like, <laughs> honestly, that, like, honestly changes a decent amount of, like, my, my general appreciation we for it. We need to write a fan fiction ASAP for this. <laughs> and then that way we can have our own, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, that's... I, unless anyone else has any, you know, other kind of things... Well, do, do, do passing, we have anything we can moments? suggest for other people Ooh. to watch? Suggestions. And we kind of covered it, I think, with our, our opener, right? Our I think Andrew topic. hit on Speed Racer Speed, would probably be a good recommendation. Speed Racer like is, this. is yeah. very similar to this concept. The movie. Uh, the the movie. movie. I mean, yeah. even even the original uh, 1967, I got to write this down. Hey, oh, but uh, the, the animation is not up to par. No. Uh, <laughs> but no, honestly, like, for the 2008 Speed Racer, like, this is very similar yeah. um, in visual style and execution, uh, just, like, technical execution is yeah. just fantastic mm-hmm. honestly like emil hirsch's speed racer is fantastic i love him yeah uh, and then you have john goodman as pops racer which is fun <laughs> i love that uh, all their last name is just racer yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah like i'm trying to think of anything else that would like anime I mean, wise if you're that... in this just for the animation then i would say akira if you haven't yeah. oh, seen it yeah. i'd yeah. say you know um, that that is a very plot heavy film. If you've never seen it, it's yeah, very, plot, very plot uh, pretty gruesome on a lot of levels. Yeah. I was gonna say content warning on that one. It's yeah. very yeah. mature. Uh, I mean, honestly, content warning on on this one. You get a little one, boobs in there. You some boobs. Yeah. I, this is a very horny movie. Let's be honest. <laughs> they are they are pretty uh, horny in this film. They um, are. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if you've watched this, then you know what to expect. Uh, Ninja Scroll. I mean, yeah. that one maybe again, just for the pure animation of it, mm-hmm. it's a bit more gory than this movie. Just a, um, just a bit. But some of the character <laughs> designs are kind of similar. Yeah. It's, it's, um, uh, as far as racing goes, I mean, obviously, Wacky Race. Just go, just go Wacky Race. Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera. It was like 1950s. I've never seen Initial D. Is it like? Uh, no, so Initial D is totally different. It's um, more, it's way grounded, right? It is or, very it's, grounded. It's yeah. very, very grounded. Everything so, is compared to this. But like. So Initial D is um, a sports anime mm-hmm. just with cars. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like you have basically a monster of the week kind of race. Gotcha. That, that, you know, that he has to go against and that kind of thing. So it wouldn't be an analog for this? No, not at no, all. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, I mean, Initial D is fantastic, but sure. totally different, totally different style. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything. If I, if I figure something out after we record, Mm -hmm. um, I will post it on the discord, um, just as general suggestions for, if you like Redline, you should probably watch blank. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we are spoilers intended and, uh, we have a website, spoilers intended podcast.com. And mm-hmm. that basically has links to episode previous episodes, uh, links to our Discord where we like to have lots of chats um, about just you know what what is coming out, um, new shows, episodes. We have uh, spoiler wall discussions there that uh, you can partake in. That is really really fun, mm-hmm. um, and we we all try and uh, interact as much as we can. Uh, then we also have a Patreon, and even for just as low as one dollar a month you can have access to all of our at least at minimum one bonus episode a month 
mm-hmm. that is exclusive only to Patreon. Uh, but you know, that helps with hosting fees and letting us, you know, yep. give you more content and everything like that. And like I said, that is a minimum of one episode a month. Could be more. You never know. Also, and I'll say too, if you don't have a dollar to spare, if you like what you hear, recommend this to a friend. Send it to somebody. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Yep. Like five-star reviews go a long way with bubbling up the algorithm and getting us discovered. Oh, the mighty algorithm. In more ears. <laughs> that's where we're trying to get. Yep. Uh, so on that note, I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And every spoiler was intended. Was intended.